Welcome to another edition of Why Come Japan. I'm your host, Radri, where I interview creatives about their craft and how it relates to Japan. And today in my show is Okawari TV. Now, before I set up this guest, let me ask you something. Did you know that there are other jobs in Japan besides English teaching? Now, probably longtime listeners of the show or people who live here in Japan will know that English teaching is one of the easiest jobs to walk into as a foreigner from an English-speaking country here in Japan. Well, what if I told you that being a tour guide and a bar hopper was one of them? My guest today, Okawari TV, a Twitch streamer and tour guide, talks about all that. Now, Okawari TV makes the job seem simple. We talk about this and also about the ethics of live streaming. But of course, Okawari says it a lot better than I can. You're, you've been on Twitch for a long time, but you only really started this year. Is that correct? Yep. So I started in March and April. And that's when I started making the push for affiliate. Just because when Corona hit, basically I kind of lost my job. Like I had no tourists anymore, no like travelers, things like that. So then I had to find an alternative. So that's why I started uh, doing Twitch. And I had a couple of support. A push from like friends family and things like that and then eventually i made my way to irl and then once i became affiliate like i started doing more and more irl and people kind of like the places that i went the bars that i showed and everything because it's because I, because everyone knows who i am in those bars it's mm-hmm. like people feel more comfortable like being around that so that's uh that's basically the start of how twitch became to be or okawari tv became to be because i used to have a different name before it was just a gaming name, but I said, okay, this name's not going to work anymore. So I had to find something that relates. And I said, well, I might as well just use my brand name, which was Okawari Bar Crawls, mm-hmm. and just make it Okawari TV. Right, so, right, right. Okay, well, you said that you, you kind of started off a little bit in um, tourism. Is that like an, a hard job to like get into? Do you have to have like a lot of clients and like, I, I wouldn't even know how to start or where to begin if I wanted to set this thing up myself. Because, like, a lot of people here in Japan, a lot of us come here to, you know, teach English mm. because uh, it's the easiest job to get, like, right away. But, like, I guess my first thing is, wh- where would you start? Like, let's say, oh, I want to be a tour guide. I mean, I know now it's not the best time to be asking this question. But <laughs> my, my question is, is yeah. like, before Corona hit, what, what what did that look like? Um, Like, before, yeah, so before Corona hit, like, so you have different options of websites to use. So you can either use uh, TripAdvisor, Airbnb, um, and then like some of these other like small companies that are like similar to like Airbnb, TripAdvisor. Um, yeah, those are like the main ones I can think of right now. But you, all you have to do is like either you would just host a tour or like open one up, and then you give them the information, what it would be, and everything. So like. Say, for example, you want to open up like a Harajuku walking tour. So you open up a Harajuku walking tour. You, you kind of just put the description. You tell me where you're going to do, where you're going to go. Maybe at the end of the tour, you give a little like souvenir or something like that. Some whatever small. Um, and then you put the price, hours and things like that. And then after that, it's up to the companies or the websites to kind of po- po- boost you up and stuff. So if your tour becomes really popular then people will like, you know, you'll get more and more uh, um, customers that way. So like for me, when I did the bar crawls, because no one else was doing it at the time, or at least the ones that were doing it, it was mostly like Shibuya, Shinjuku, which I think are really touristy. Like it's not like, and it's really expensive. 
So I feel like where I do it was in Kichijoji, so which I think people know Kichijoji. It's a nice area. It's kind of far, a little bit away from like central Tokyo, but there's actually a lot to see and a lot to do, and a lot of really like small, unique Japanese bars. And then, and then plus it's cheap. Like you can buy a drink for like 500 yen, 400 yen. So people like that, and they like kind of like the vibe and how all the Japanese locals were like very welcoming towards them. So that's kind of like how mine blew up on those websites. And then just I got more and more customers from there. Okay, so wait, you kind of have to link it to the website. Like I don't exactly understand. Like mm -hmm. you, you set it up on your own personal website, and then you 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 advertise it on TripAdvisor and Airbnb. Is that correct? Oh no, so you advertise you you set it up on that website. So like on Airbnb or TripAdvisor. So you would say like if you go on Airbnb, it has like you can rent your you can rent your apartment out. You could also it also has like experiences. So you can rent, you can say host an experience. So on the website, you would just say host. You tell it, okay, where do you want to host? In Tokyo. Okay, we have, we're available in Tokyo. What do you, what is it? Walking tour, drinking tour, food tour, things like that. So you kind of like set it up and every, every website is a little bit different. So you set it up on the website and you give all the information and then afterwards you have to get approved. So if the company or the website approves it, then okay you're good to go and you can start hosting and they'll kind of promote like when you have a near new tour they'll promote you like on there and then basically if it gets good a lot of attention they'll keep promoting you and promoting you and promoting you so, right mm -hmm. right right so that's kind of how it is okay so basically there's like a promotion section on each of these websites yeah. that you can kind of sign up for yeah okay i see but I imagine right now that there's not much of a demand for any of this right now. Is that true? Nope. Right, so that's why they're kind of doing everything online, which I was doing online tours, like virtual, like walking tours. Or, but it's kind of like, it's weird because you just have the camera and you say, all right, this is a rokchahai or oolonghai, oolong tea with sake. Oh, look, this is yakitori and stuff like that. So they can't eat it. But like, you know, like some of, sometimes some of these companies want you to be like, oh, can you like maybe do like a like a cocktail mixology tour, like show them how to make a oolong high or green rokcha high. And I'm like, sure, but that, if they don't have the ingredients, it's going to suck. <laughs> but what's it called? I think, yeah, like it's just, that's why I started doing Twitch because it's just easier for me to like go show people around and people just like, they could just subscribe to support. That way they don't, they can, if they want to drink, they could drink whatever. And I could just, it's easier for me. There's not much control for like there's it's more free yeah what i want to do on twitch as compared to like a tour like it'll be for like one hour maybe it'll cost like a thousand yen per person but then after that one hour then it's like okay it's over and then that's it okay so, yeah so wait it would this airbnb do they they want like a video or do they want like they have like a live streaming service or something when you're doing these virtual tours no they do it on zoom so you do it on oh, zoom. okay yeah so everything's on zoom or some other like Google Hangouts or whatever. So then, um, yeah, you just host and then you talk to the people and you see them. But I don't like, like some companies are very anal about what they want. Like, oh, they wanted to be very quiet area or they, so you can talk to the host. And it's okay. Like, so it's like, mm, but what I do, it's not, it's like not quiet. It's really loud. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. So they, it all depends. And so they're really picky on like what you want, what you can do. Right. So most of the tours are always done either at home. Mm -hmm. or in a like area where it's like not too loud right like, right, that's right. so i think that's why walking tours are really good but 
I don't know. I just I think they just need to like give more. How do you say? Just some more chances to like to provide different tours online. But I don't know. Either way, I don't really do those right now. I mostly just do Twitch. So like, and then like I said, Twitch has been successful for me. How has it been successful for you? I mean, just like support, like like collaborating with like other streamers, um, going to different areas, like going to different bars, meeting different people. Because I think in general, like people want to see Japan for what it is. Because you know, you people like you say you have other streamers like Rob who like that does biking streams and then goes around like who's Rob? Rob CD. Rob CD. Yeah, he's like okay. biggest biggest streamer on Twitch right now. Really? Yeah, okay. he's like. Why have I never heard of him? Really? Right. He has like two thousand, three thousand viewers every time okay. he streams. So like, yeah, he mostly just he started off like I think just biking, and then going around biking around Tokyo and going to different places and just like people like that. But like for me, my focus is more like just izakayas, Japanese bars, and the, or other unique themed bars. Right. And just bring the people there, and just people can kind of see what it's like. And eventually, once the countries open up, then everyone who comes to Japan, they can go to those bars themselves. Or they can just right, come right. with me and stuff as well. I see. Mm. Um, I'm guessing with Airbnb and uh, what also TripAdvisor, they don't really support your Twitch channel or anything? They, like, they give you any sponsorships or anything? No, no, no. Twitch doesn't. I mean, not Twitch. Uh, Airbnb and TripAdvisor don't really care. They like, if anything, you can probably just... I think if there was if Corona wasn't happening, well, if I was doing Twitch while doing Airbnb, I can probably tell my customers from Airbnb be like, hey, if you're interested in watching, you know, my life or me going to different places in Japan, follow my Twitch channel and just hang hang out there. And then if they want to tip, they can tip and stuff like that. Right. But uh, do you make a lot of money like through donations and the subscriptions, or is it just a like what's the way that it's like the most lucrative? Yeah, mostly just donations and subscriptions, like gift subs or even bits, which is like bits is like Twitch currency. Right, right. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, mostly just between those two, and just, and like I just try to do like different sub goals and stuff like that, or try to go to different bars, like so people can kind of like see different areas or whatever. But I don't really like ask for too much. I just tell people like, hey, this is my life. Enjoy. Right, so. right. What is it you think that people really enjoy about watching your streams um, opposed to, like, I don't know, like, let's say, other Japan streamers? What do you think that you give them that's, like, exclusive? The Okawari TV exclusive. I think the fact that I speak three languages. Oh, English, okay. English, Spanish, and Japanese. So I try to get a lot of Spanish speakers into my stream as well. So that's the way... So that way... um I can, I, cause I can speak to them in like Spanish. So I think, and then being able to speak Japanese too is a plus. So like people usually when they watch me stream or when I have, when I collab with other streamers, they see me, they hear my Japanese. They're like, damn, this dude's Japanese hella good. Like I just talk like, I talk like naturally or whatever. So yeah. I've only studied for like, what, 10 years? 10 years. Yeah. But I didn't really get good at Japanese until I came to Japan. Which right. Was in right, 2012. Right. And, like, it took me six months to speak conversationally. Okay. Yeah. But with that, and I think just, like, maybe people like my charisma. Because when I interact with people, it's just kind of, like, it's very fun. It's very interactive. Like, I try to keep a balance with, like, having the chat talk with, like, the locals and things like that. And only that, too, like, a lot of the people know who I am in those because I do my bar crawls. 
So I think people like kind of like that. It's like, oh yeah, they know him, so he's okay to like live stream or whatever like that. So, right. Yeah. And you don't look particularly threatening, so I think you're probably safe. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but <laughs> that's a compliment. That's a compliment. <laughs> okay, good. I don't look threatening at all. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like you're ready to hit me or something, so you're you're probably fine. That's good. <laughs> so wait, are, do you have any like certification with Japanese? Like, do you have like uh, N N one level Japanese or N two? No. You've no. never actually been tested. I I've done JLPT N three, um, got that, but N two I failed at it. So then, after that, I just never took the test though. I did. Uh, to me, I feel like taking that test is not really, not I don't know, like not worth it. Okay. Much. Right. Just because. If I'm having an interview with you mm-hmm. and you're a Japanese company and you're listening to my Japanese and I'm talking to you in Japanese and I'm giving you all these information in Japanese and then you ask for my JLPT, it's like, the fuck's the point? I don't have it. They're like, <laughs> oh, well, I don't think we can hire you, which is so stupid. It's like, oh, we can't hire you if you don't have N2. But you're literally having a conversation with me in Japanese. So I don't know what else to say then. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think that's like the only standard that people use in terms of like knowing somebody's actual level, because mm-hmm. it's. I mean, with, with a lot of people, especially a lot of foreigners who live here in Japan, the the kind of the bar is kind of like, or at least how I feel after studying for so many years, it's like my Japanese level, like beginner, like beginner to like before intermediate, like no, it's awesome, it's great, and everything after that, no, 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 it sucks. <laughs> down <laughs> at least that's how i feel it's I like never, every single day i listen to, i hear new words new phrases yeah like i don't know what that means i always feel like yeah you have a good intro at the beginning and after that like after talking for like an, 30 minutes like i'm like okay no more japanese i can't understand anymore sometimes oh really <laughs> yeah okay so you do you still do a lot of uh bar hopping from the brand okawari tv oh. like on twitch or I guess, do people request this on TripAdvisor or Airbnb? No, not right now. Just because okay. of a, yeah, because it's been dead. And I haven't really, I have, to be honest, I haven't really promoted on Airbnb okay. as of late and TripAdvisor and all these other websites that I had like uh, contracts with. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all, it's understandable because of Corona. So I just kind of like just told people like, I'm just going to go over here and just do my own thing and just do it on Twitch. So that's why that's why I just started Twitch and then people like I said people like people like me. So I mean if if you guys like me then awesome cool. And if you don't well I'm sorry. Hopefully you can find <laughs> hopefully you find someone else that you like. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the ethics of streaming, you know, live streaming. Yeah. Uh have you run into a lot of problems with like you know, live streaming, like, with a camera, like, a lot of places kicking you out, because I've done it a little bit myself, Yeah, and, yeah, it's, it seems, it's almost like a, it's like a game of mouse trap. Mm. you know, <laughs> you just <laughs> got to avoid the traps in order to finish the, the, the fucking stream, you know? I think, I think someone said it, I think, I don't know who said it, but someone said, it's always better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Okay. So, like, you go to a place, you just show up, and you have the camera, and it's like, Sometimes they won't say anything, but then like halfway or the beginning, they'll be like, oh, are you, you can't record yourself or if you record yourself, you have to own it yourself and all that stuff. So I usually have a lot of issues like that if it's in, what, in Shibuya, Shinjuku. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Like a lot of places sometimes are like, no, you can't have, we can't be recording. And I'm like, no. and I tell them in Japanese, but it's just facing myself only. It's right. Like, and they think about it. They're like, and they, cause they, they cause they're surprised that I speak Japanese too. They're like, fuck. And like, you still can't record. So like, all right then, bye. Then I don't, and I don't ever come back to that place okay. again. But then, and like other places like Kichijoji, Ogikubo, Nakano, stuff like that. Yeah. Like those places are usually pretty stream friendly. They're not too. Oh really? Yeah. They're not too bad on it. So that's why I always stick to those areas all the time. When you say stream friendly, what does that mean? Like basically, exactly. they're they're okay with the camera having a camera being recorded on the bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, cause what it seems like, from what I understood, uh, like my last interview, I was talking to a friend of mine about this. I don't. I know this isn't like, because this is professional podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't exactly know the rules. I should probably call my lawyer friend or something here in Japan. Yeah. But from what I understand, in terms of the privacy laws, that it is okay to live stream, but you can't upload or something because due to like CCTV laws or something. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know the exact specifics, but yeah. I'm not uh, real sure in, like, what's okay and what's not okay. Mm. Um, have you ever run into any problems like that where you've had a lot of people who get... Because I've got a few people, like, back when I was streaming live, you know, just to copy what I've seen with all these other streamers here in Japan. Yeah. You get some people who get absolutely livid when, you know, <laughs> when you're, like, you're seen with a camera just filming yourself. <laughs> it's usually, like, the oji-san or the obacha that get all pissed off. Okay. Like the old folks. Um, I've only had one time where I had a old dude, he was really pissed, but he was a customer. He wasn't even the, like, he was a customer. He wasn't like the owner of the bar or things like that. Okay. He was just kind of like, no, no camera, no camera in English. And I'm like, demo, like I told him in Japanese, like, onasan desu ka? And they're like, they're like, no. And I talked to the, the, they're like, they're like, it's fine. But then the customer was pissed off, like, no. And he was trying to like badmouth me and I'm like, talked to him back. I was like, you don't got to say shit to me, dude. Like, you're, what the fuck are you doing? So I was like, shut up. I'm not talking to you. And then like, you know, a little bit of a fight here and there. And then I was kind of like, all right, I'm just going to leave because I'm not going to bother. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go in a bar and then have this dude next to me and just start drama with you. So like, whatever. Yeah. But I think on, it's very rare when I get like that happen to me. But I usually know that, okay, I'm just, they don't want, they don't want to be, they don't want to have cameras. Right. It's fine. Well, that is kind of interesting because it it seems like uh, these companies like Airbnb and TripAdvisor, they want you to go out and film some of these things and Mm -hmm. like stream yourself enjoying Japanese experiences, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't just like us, you know, quote unquote, breaking the law, you know. Um, It's also from like, I guess, a higher power. Can I argue that? Yeah. I mean, like, plus two, what we're doing is like we're promoting tourism. Or promoting like local areas and stuff like that, which is what some of these business need. Like they need like support from tourism because now they're all of them are going out of business. And if they're gonna be hard and be like, no, we can't have you do this or whatever, then it's like okay, that you're never gonna get business in the future. So right, yeah. But like in like in person tours, like when you bring like five people, ten people at a time, it usually is not. It's usually okay. Yeah. The bars are pretty happy because like okay, every person is gonna get a drink and they're gonna buy like 500 yen up to 700 yen per person Mm -hmm. so so before corona so actually my original plan was like after okay after the olympics and after like uh, this year like if everything had happened like normal Mm -hmm. like okay like 
I had like the from cherry blossom season up to the Olympics and then fall. Mm-hmm. Like if everything would have been really good, I could have actually started like my official business here in Tokyo, like getting the business visa and everything, or would have gone back to the U.S. and I would have probably tried to open like a Japanese style bar, and then it would be under the name like Okawari Bar Okawari or something like that. Oh, really? So like open a bar like that in like L.A. or something like that, and go from there. And then just kind of like intertwine everything. So like, you know, like live streaming plus doing tours and then opening a bar. Like that would be, that would have been like, you know, the official ultimate goal mm-hmm. in the future. Oh, just opening a bar is the kind of the end goal. Well, that, yeah, that would be like the end goal. Okay. And then maybe expanding the bars to other cities and stuff like that. And then see how it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So usually when it comes to like having a tour here in Japan is do you do you feel that like people want more of a tour guide that's of foreign descent and not a, a natural Nihonjin, you know, guiding them through the land of Nippon? Mhm. How, how what's your feeling? Mm. I say yes because so what I've from um, from history from my customers, they've all told me Cause I always ask the question, okay, why'd you book my tour? Why'd you book it? Oh, really? Yeah, and they said like, oh, cause you're a foreigner and you spoke English. That's it. Like that's why they booked me. Like most most of the time. Okay. Huh. What's it called? Um. Yeah, I think cause of, cause of like they've told me because they've had history with other like, tour guides, tour yeah. companies, mm-hmm. where like the tour companies they just hire someone whose English level is very low or very yeah. limited. Okay. So. A lot of them, when they try to ask them complex question or question about the culture, mm-hmm. they legit like, oh, like they don't know how to answer it or they avoid it or they're like, they don't want to say it because they don't want to talk bad about their own country. Which, right. I mean, it's fine. I understand. But it's like, it's not very honest. I right, say. right. So a lot of people, they, 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 they say, yeah, they ask me or they tell me like, yeah, we booked you because, you know, you spoke English, you're a foreigner. And like, we knew that, okay, we will have a. We can talk to you more, and we can maybe ask you a question about Japan as compared to a Japanese person. Right, right, you know? right. So that's why, like, they, I get a lot of people who do, yeah, they would prefer like foreigners over Japanese people. Right, a lot right. of times. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So they can, you can kind of answer complex questions, pretty much. Yeah. This, this is like it's weird because they always ask me questions about, oh, what's marriage like in Japan? Or what do Japanese people think of like? you know, this culture, or, like, why, why are people like this and that? I'm just kind of, like, it's, like, fucking gotta go into details and be, like, well, yeah, like, marriages like this, or, you know, relationships are like this. Like, I don't know, they always ask me about marriages, relationships, and stuff like that. So, it's kind of weird. (laughs) Okay. Huh. Like, what's the weirdest question they've ever asked you? Like, I wouldn't know that. (laughs) I think weirdest question I asked, like, do Jap people have a lot of sex? Oh, okay. I think. All right. I think that'd be the weirdest. I'm trying to remember. Right. It's been a lot of weird. I had a lot of weird experiences on my tours. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much detail I can share. But, yeah, I've had people ask me, like, oh, like, do Japanese people like sex? Like, are they interested in sex? Like, do they not have a lot of sex? Or, like, are they having babies and stuff? I'm like, I mean, no, they don't. They have a lot of, like, sex toys. So maybe they're not having as much sex. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right, then. Uh,. <laughs> I think that's about uh, all the questions I have for today. Like I said, is there anything else you want to say before we go? Um, other than that, I mean, thank you for having me. 
Yeah, uh, sure. It's a Thanks bit, for coming it, down it, here. It was fun, yeah. I'd come in down here and just go in at like 11.30 a.m. or so. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to watch me, you guys can watch me on twitch.tv slash okawari tv. Um, yeah, I usually try to stream whenever. Just follow if you want to like see whenever I'm live. Or what's it called? Oh yeah, if you want to subscribe. I mean, subscribing is 500 yen a month. And that supports me. It goes a long way. And then Prime. If you use, if you have a Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime, that's mm-hmm. bas- it's basically free when you uh, subscribe. So right. you can do that. Next week on the show is a girl named Aino who is a beginning VTuber. So she'll be here on January 11th around 4 p.m. So be sure to stick till then. Uh, be sure to check my social media if it's on Twitch or YouTube or whatever platform it's going to be on. So... Until then, I'm Radri and Okawari TV. <laughs> and uh, hey, Alex. Yeah. Jesus, man. Did you enjoy?